Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for our weekly touch with Dr. Joseph Gestaldo, the infectious disease specialist at Ohio Health. Dr. Joe, how does the morning find you? Uh, the morning finds me really well, Joel. I'm happy to be here. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Family still healthy. Uh, mom and dad, great. Wife, son, everybody is fine, which is a, a huge blessing no doubt about it. Uh, it's such a weird time, though, uh, Doctor. I mean, you've got this conversation, and it gets contentious at times, mask, no mask. Uh, I was just looking at Twitter during the news there. I see a post from Jeremy. It's weird that over the last few weeks, my adult league has been able to play hockey while the NHL isn't. It, it seems like we have such competing information, whether it's social media, on TV, talking with friends, you know, the question, like, if I'm six feet apart from everybody, why do I have to wear a mask? So can you make any sense of that? I mean, if I socially dis- distance, do I need to wear a mask? Uh, if I'm wearing the mask, I got to cover up my nose and my mouth. I see so many people just with their mouth covered, nose exposed, and I'm not the guy to yell at them, but you want to. Absolutely, Joel. And, you know, when, when it comes to protecting yourself, especially in public from COVID-19, it's not one thing you should be doing. It's a collection of things that you're doing. For example, uh, being six feet apart um, is the one thing you could do. But when you combine that with a cloth facial covering or a mask, uh, they are synergistic. They work better together. And, uh, you know, we, we say the word six feet, but guess what? Ten feet is actually better than six feet. Um, uh, six feet is better than four feet. Um, so, again, uh, we say these things, they're, they're not meant to be used alone by themselves, and they're meant to be used together. So you mentioned earlier before, if I'm six feet apart, does that mean I don't have to wear a mask? And the answer to that is no, you don't. You should still wear a mask. And, again, uh, there's more um, credence to that, especially if you're indoors uh, versus outside in a big open space. Uh, there's so many variables, and it's really hard to simplify the thought process for how to really protect yourself best from COVID-19 because there's different scenarios, indoors versus outdoors versus being in your garage with the garage door open, the garage door closed, how many people are in a confined space. It's very it's, it's simplistic to really explain it uh, to people in a way that they can really get an answer to in a 30-second soundbite. Yeah, well, and then you've got this stuff, like, you know, the, the big story, the big national story this morning is Florida. Uh, seeing huge surges of cases there. And anytime we talk about it on the air or you hear people talk about it just in public, whatever, there's always at least one person will say, well, of course the case numbers are going up because they're testing more. So, so walk me through that. I mean, in your profession, doing what you do, um, you know, we've got like Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Amy Acton, all these people of import that say, hey, there's going to be this huge number of cases on a daily basis. We rarely get to those numbers, but it almost seems like self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you test, the more you're going to find, right? Uh, that, that is true, Joel. However, um, that's not exactly entirely true. It's a simplistic way. It's complicated. For example, in Arizona and Florida, 
uh, they are testing more and they're finding more, but that, that, does not, that does not correlate to other areas where they are not testing as much and they're finding more. It's, it's very complicated and it's really hard to simplistically describe it in a short soundbite. But that's, that's why we have this conversation nationally, isn't it? I mean, because it's not definitive. There, there's no point at which you can go, well, here's the answer. Here's the story. So this is what we need to do. It's like, well, over there it's different than over here. And uh, on that side of the road, uh, it's even different from this side of the road. That, that's why people are head-scratching all the time and having these very spirited debates because even the people that are in charge, people well-learned people like yourself, you really can't just put your finger right on it. That's absolutely correct, Joel. And even true culturally, too. Like, you know, Manhattan is very different than Columbus, Ohio. How things are done in Europe are very different than they are here. And and um, that is part of the whole uh, equation and conversation of COVID-19. How many people live in a tight area? So one of the things, too, that's been very curious to me um, in the last couple of weeks, let's say, national news coverage. So you have, uh, like, July 4th weekend, uh, you have young revelers out, uh, whether it's at the ocean and the beach, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, boating, uh, whatever it is, you see these large groups of, you know, 18 to 34-year-old people. They're partying. They're having fun. They're in close proximity. They're not wearing masks. And the national narrative is these people are what's driving the number of coronavirus cases up among our nation's young people. Then you see, you know, the the mobs, you see the protesters, similar kind of vibe. I mean, not at a beach, but they're in downtown areas. Uh, young people generally, large clusters of groups, um, all in very close proximity, not a lot of masks. And the national narrative is those people are not creating more cases. What I read about the coronavirus is that it is hitting minority groups harder. So explain that to me. How can minority groups in large numbers be together and not drive the case numbers forward where white groups of young people get together and somehow they are driving the cases forward? Yeah, well, the facts state um, that younger people are the ones that are becoming diagnosed with coronavirus. If you look at the average uh, age group, it's about 15 years younger than what we were uh, back in March and April. And again, um, the exact demographics uh, of what you described, I don't know the details of, but when, when you look at health disparities, though, you know, uh, people who are from a lower socioeconomic class, which are usually the African-American community, they don't have the same access to testing, and um, they are the ones that when they do get COVID-19 oftentimes will present uh, with higher severity of illness uh, because they have not had access to health care to be seen by a doctor, and those are the ones that you kind of worry about um, um, having uh, worse outcomes with COVID-19. And clearly, the statistics nationally dictate that. When you look at the percentages of the African-American community and the minority community making up the general public versus those who contract COVID-19, uh, they, they don't match up. There are, there are more disproportionately uh, more people who have died of uh, COVID-19 from the African-American community. So, again, you're saying that we don't necessarily have that from the protests, but the national numbers of people contracting and dying from COVID-19 say something different. Gotcha. Dr. Joseph Gastaldo, our guest, infectious disease specialist with Ohio Health. Uh, so as far as a hospital situation here in central Ohio, uh, we still have plenty of beds, whether it be ICU, general beds to handle anybody that might come down with COVID-19? 
Absolutely. The, the, the bed situation, the ICU situation, the ventilator situation is very fine for Central Ohio. Uh, on a daily basis, the three healthcare systems talk, and the bed capacity is uh, A-OK. Hospitals are getting back to business. Um, we are wanting people to uh, safely be evaluated by their physicians and get procedures done. Uh, and there have been many people, Joel, who have really delayed having routine health care done, yeah. uh, colorectal screening. Uh, there is a really an issue with young kids being behind on their immunizations, and we really need to get caught up on all that stuff. Yeah, it seems like that would be super important as we're, uh, you know, about a month away from starting back to school, uh, and that's a whole other issue. So uh, if somebody comes in, uh, diagnosed with COVID-19 is the treatment, uh, you know, what we're doing today, the same as it was a month, two months, three months ago? Oh, absolutely not. We're in a much better, comfortable place when it comes to treating COVID-19 patients. It's less foreign. Uh, we have treatments available. There's more medical information out there. Uh, there is a suggestion from a study uh, showing that a very inexpensive medicine called dexamethasone can actually decrease mortality of COVID-19. So when it comes to treating patients with COVID-19 in the hospital, we have our ebb and flow going. Uh, we, we are much more comfortable with it than we were three or four months ago. There's still a lot that we're learning, but when you look in the uh, armamentarium of what's coming available soon, hopefully, uh, when it comes to monoclonal antibodies and the treatments, we are in a much better place. That is good to hear. So when you read what you read and knowing what you have to know to do your job effectively, uh, there's this concept of herd immunity. Uh, are we getting anywhere close to the numbers of people that have this and have recovered from it? Uh, is herd, herd immunity on the horizon? Is that something that, that should be talked about more? Uh, at this point in time, Joel, the answer to that is no. We are nowhere close to herd immunity. Herd immunity is going to come uh, under two situations. Either one, enough people get it, or two, there's an effective vaccine that comes out. Joel, we still don't know with certainty if you get COVID-19 that you cannot get it again. The immune system is very complicated and complex, and uh, we still really don't know that answer. Again, um, there's more and more literature coming out, these one-off cases of people who have recovered from COVID-19 who uh, had symptoms again for four or five months later. Yeah. We, we just don't know. If it behaves like other human coronaviruses, the answer to that is no. Uh, we will always uh, lose immunity to it. But uh, I am cautiously optimistic that science will win the whole uh, battle and someday we'll have an effective vaccine. But that, that's not going to happen for a while. And those recovered people, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to see messages. Like I see The Rock on TV and other celebrities like, hey, if you've had it and recovered – uh, you've got the good stuff in your blood system. We need you to donate blood so we can spin that and, and turn that into positives for other people that are battling it. Are, are many people in Columbus doing that? Are they coming in and donating blood, people that have recovered? Absolutely, Joel. In fact, uh, we were talking about this recently at Ohio Health, one that's called um, giving convalescent plasma. When this, is, when this whole COVID-19 situation first started, we didn't have enough convalescent plasma. Today, uh, we are giving a lot more people convalescent plasma. So if you recover from COVID-19, the vast majority of those people will develop what we call a neutralizing antibody. Which one it is exactly, we don't know. But if you recover, you could donate your plasma. The neutralizing antibody is in it. And then we give it to people who are quite ill with COVID-19 in the hospital. Would that be something, might that prompt someone to go get a test? Like, hey, I'm not sure I had it, but I really want to do that. So I'm going to go get a test. And if I have it, I'm going to donate blood. 
Absolutely. And in fact, uh, there's an antibody test available. Ohio Health has one, and it's being used that way to help identify people who could potentially donate their plasma. So is that, I mean, do I have to call the hospital and schedule? Can I walk in? What, what, how do I do that? Well, it does require a provider's order, whether it be from a nurse practitioner, a physician's assistant, or a physician. But you have to have a physician's order for it. And with telemedicine up and running um, or a simple phone call to the, your doctor's office, they could easily put an order in for you. How about the that? test results, however, need to be interpreted individually with the ordering doctor and the patient because uh, there is some um, interpretation of the test results. You have to have. I got you. And then I got about a minute till I have to hit traffic and weather, but I'm just curious what are you hearing about vaccines? I mean, I read stories. Uh, our government is, uh, you know, kicking in money to, to different groups that are working on vaccines. Closer, not closer, hearing anything at all? Yeah, we are getting closer to a vaccine. Uh, in the North American market and the European market, there's about four um, candidates that look very, very promising. Again, it's just a matter of making one and, and having it be safe and effective. And then my other concern, Joel, too, is are people going to take the vaccine? There is a very active anti-vaccine community in this country, yeah. and there are some studies out there showing that people aren't necessarily going to be first in line to get it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.